everyone. Welcome back to the Glass Seats Podcast. This is where two hockey aficionados discuss their perspectives on headlines surrounding the NHL, including recent stories, game highlights, league culture, and other topics trending amongst the fans. I'm Vidi. And my name is Renal. And this week, hockey has gotten real, real spicy. Real interesting. All of these playoff series, it's gotten real, real heated, real, real fast. Yeah. And this is what we love about the NHL playoffs, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Things that looked like they were going to be sweeps looks like they're going to go to seven. And yeah. other ones that look like they should have uh, ended in seven are probably going to end in five. So I know. I know. Um, yeah, a lot of what we talked about last uh, episode has already gone out the window. Yeah. So no sweeps this year. Yeah. Which usually there's one. Yeah. At least there. in the first round. Yeah. Yeah. No sweeps. That's that's incredible. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So uh, this episode, we're going to go through each of the series, uh, give our thoughts. Um, and then uh, we have uh, another couple other topics at the end of the show. Yeah. Sounds like it. All right, let's go through here. Boston versus Florida. Mm-hmm. Panthers in five, huh? Yeah, my predictions is looking uh, looking real frosty right now. <laughs> yeah, ice cold. Yeah, you uh, could play on that prediction. Yeah, and it's not just that. Uh, I mean, Boston looking unstoppable as they have been all season, but it's Florida looks lost, undisciplined. Yeah, I mean, having Matthew Kachuk taking uh, dumb penalties not really helping their case at all. Yeah. Um, considering he he might be their most uh, productive offensive forward. I'm not entirely sure about that. Um, but, yeah, you can't be taking penalties like that against a team this strong. Uh, uh, yeah, it's I, I believe Boston and Florida are playing um, tomorrow, t- tomorrow um, but I expect that to be wrapped up nicely in, in five games. So I got the game count right. Yeah. Just got the opponent wrong. So. Yep. yep. That President's Trophy curse just means you can't win the, the cup. cup. Yeah, not the first series. Yeah, you might go to the finals, though, but you won't win the cup. Yeah. And plus, uh, Florida switched their goalies. They went from mm-hmm. Alec Leon back to Sergei Bobrovsky. Mm-hmm. Did not help. Yeah, I'm not sure why. Honestly, I don't know why they did that, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, you got to try something, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, what I loved watching in Boston is the patience. They don't panic. No. Like, um, Florida came out, um, what was the last game? Game four. Mm-hmm. And they pushed, mm-hmm. like, hard. It was, like, six shots to nothing mm-hmm. in the first period. No panic on Boston. Yeah. Even when they get scored on, you see their game does not change. Yeah. So whatever Jim Montgomery is saying behind the bench, saying in the room, it's working. Like, usually in the playoffs, you see the emotions go high. Teams swing either way. So they're mm-hmm. playing terribly, and then suddenly they play really well. Mm-hmm. Boston is playing like Boston. It yeah. does not matter what Florida does. Yeah. And I can already see the frustrations showing up on Florida, you know? Yeah, that's what I kind of meant by Boston say, looking like they're unstoppable at all season. Uh, I mean, it, it barely looks like they have noticed this is even a playoff game. They're just dominating as if this is the regular season all over again. Mm-hmm. And which is honestly the good mentality to have if you're a playoff team. You don't want the, you know, oh, it's you need the 16 wins. They're just like, eh, we're just here to win hockey games. And it, it's showing. But yeah. Florida looks undisciplined. They look... Uh, frustrated, as you said. Yeah, Boston's got this in the bag. Like, I can't find a weakness in Boston's games. No. They're physical. They're fast. They pass well. Yeah. Allmark's been incredible. Yeah. How do you, are you going to stop this team? Yeah. If there's a team that's breaking this President's Trophy curse, uh, it's this one. It's this 22-23 uh, Boston Bruins team, yeah. for sure. And they still don't have Bergeron back in the lineup. It's just unreal. If he comes back, unreal. it'll be better. Yeah. This yeah. Is, yeah, unreal. I... I there's not much else to say. They're unreal. My my take has uh, gone down the garbage, and if this somehow goes to seven, mm-hmm. I don't think it will. Um, I will be very shocked by that. Yeah, it'll take a miracle from Florida. So yeah, it's not over till it's over. But uh, of course, Boston's looking 
pretty good to win this one. Yeah, absolutely. All right, moving on here. Um, Toronto versus Tampa. When I said spicy, this one's gotten real spicy. spicy. (laughs) Extra spicy. Honestly, my favorite part of this series might be the crap that Sheldon Keefe and John Cooper are throwing at each other in the media. Yeah. Have you been following that? I have, yeah. I Very briefly, but yes, I have. It's very petty. Yeah. Oh, you're manipulating the refs. Oh, your guys are just soft and just back and forth after every game. Yeah. No matter what team wins. Yeah. But um, through all that, Toronto is up 3-1. Yeah. I... I, I didn't see that coming. Uh, I mean, okay, so I don't want to say it's not Toronto's fault. Obviously, Toronto played stellar um, in the last 10 minutes of the last game. Mm-hmm. But Tampa, how do you have two meltdowns in back-to-back games on home ice? This series could very easily be 3-1 Tampa right now. Oh, yeah. And oh, honestly, yeah. it should be. But that this is that's a shame. Uh, I mean, Toronto will clinch this in six. And... You know, again, there's the whole stereotype. Oh, the Leafs somehow, somehow fine. They're not going to blow it. Mm. They, they've learned the lesson from Montreal when they blew it at 3-1. They're not going to blow this one. This this team looks different. The same way, you know, like um, Florida looked just so much more disciplined and like scary last year uh, as a President's Trophy winner. Sure, they didn't go, get past the first round. But, I mean, still, like this Tampa team is not the one that won championships and went to the finals in uh, the past three years. The Tampa's done. Yeah, yeah. I will say this for Toronto. I I'm not so sold on really? this one. I I think either team could still win this. And because if this was any team besides Tampa, mm-hmm. I would agree with you. Mm-hmm. But it's Tampa. So I will say this, if Toronto comes out of the gate in any one of these clinching games, 5 6 7, mm-hmm. plays hard, gets the first goal and does not give up the lead. Mm-hmm. I think they got this. Yeah. And the good thing for Toronto is you have three chances to do this. Mm-hmm. The problem that I have is the past two games were comeback victories. Mm-hmm. That's not a repeatable formula for success. Of course. Especially yeah. against Tampa. Yeah. Who has done this for the past three years, like you said. Yeah. So if Toronto is going to win this, their game plan better be to come out hard mm-hmm. and come out fast. Mm-hmm. If you let Tampa have any momentum... They're gonna take it. So you're saying it's a it's not just a war on ice; it's psychological warfare. Oh, absolutely. Why do you think uh, Keith and uh, Cooper are yeah. going back and forth? Yeah. Why do you think they're going back and forth in the the media? Right. This mm-hmm. is all psychological. Mm-hmm. And I I should put it this way: I'm putting my faith in John Cooper mm-hmm. to revitalize his squad. Yeah. And I will say they are. I'm sure they're playing hurt. Yes. Like Hedman came back sooner than expected. Yeah. Point came back sooner than expected. Yeah. I think Cernak is still out. Right. Yeah. He is. So they are playing hurt, which is hurting them right um but if tampa bay wants to win this they need to seize whatever momentum toronto gives them mm-hmm. if toronto wants to win this they cannot give tampa any momentum yeah so honestly if you lose game five your best chance to win is game five right of course you yeah. lose game five you get to game six it's gonna be even harder you get to game seven who knows yeah right yeah we had a we had a conversation about if this goes to seven you don't think toronto's gonna win this oh no I've seen Toronto in too many Game 7s to believe they'll win a Game 7. I, I Somehow, I even feel like, even if it goes to Game 7, I think Toronto will find a way to win this. I just I, I just don't... This t- Toronto team looks different. This They really do. I mean, sure, with the reinforcements of, you know, O'Reilly and everything, it, it probably helps. Yeah, I will say that. Having those those two Blues players, Ryan O'Reilly and Nolachari, on Toronto now, mm-hmm. I think helps. Yes. Because they, like Tampa, they've seen that adversity. They've won the Cup recently. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But I... I yeah, I, I, I don't think there's any scenario, honestly, where Tampa comes back in this. It would. Can you imagine the amount, the meltdown Toronto would have to have 
to blow this series. It's just not going to happen again. They've done it too many times. But that's the so thing. That's why They've done think. it so many times. Well, I like, like I said in our preview episode, mm-hmm. I'll believe it when I see it. Okay, fair enough. Fair the, enough. The other thing to note in this series is Michael Bunting is back. Yeah. So, yeah. okay. if you were the coach mm. of the Leafs, what are you doing with Bunting? Sitting him. Yeah, for same. most of Honestly, the game. Honestly, same. Unless, unless there's a four-goal lead in, in game whatever, 5-6, yeah. uh, sit the man. Yeah. Don't um, give him I, anything. I might, yeah, just scratch him. Yeah. Uh, if this... I think this goes back to a conversation um, 2019, and it was uh, Sharks-Vegas Game 7. They were up 3-0. Mm-hmm. Everyone was like, oh, that was, there shouldn't have been a major penalty. Why did you give Sharks anything? Yeah. Don't give them anything. You were up 3-0, curb stomp them, and finish them off. And instead, you, you took a major yeah. penalty. Even with the major, you still allowed three goals. Four goals. Four goals. Four goals. Yeah. I was like, don't give them anything. If you're Toronto, learn from that. Don't give them anything, and then you'll clinch the series. Yeah. So I, I wouldn't put Bunting back in the lineup. Yeah, the, I, I wouldn't either. They look good since he went out. Mm-hmm. Don't mess with it. Yeah. Matthew Nyes has looked good. Yeah. Don't mess with it. Yeah. It's just, just leave it as is. The, the formula is working. Just, yeah. just play hard and, and get that win. And uh, if you guys make it, he can come back in game one, round two. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Moving along here. Carolina, New York. Uh, Carolina up 3-1, uh, playing right now as well. But they're down 3-1 in game five. Who? Yeah. Well, we'll see how that game comes out. But yeah. uh, what do you think so far? Um, not, not much to say. Honestly, this series is going exactly as expected. I, I think I... I think I predicted uh, Carolina in six originally. Um, I'm still sticking with that. Mm-hmm. I do think the Islanders have this one game in them, uh, game five that's going on right now. But I don't, I just, I don't know. Carolina just looks too overall um, well put together to be taken down by this Islanders team. I would be very shocked if this goes past six uh, with Carolina reigning on top. Yeah, honestly, Carolina's look good. Um, if I had to say any series that has gone as I expected, it's probably this one. Yeah. Yeah, you know? I, I agree, yeah. Um, Burns has looked good. They've held up their depth well against injury. Mm-hmm. So I, I hope Carolina can close this out. I think they've earned it. Mm-hmm. So I'm uh, glad you mentioned Burns, too. Burns has looked stellar. Like oh, yeah. He looks like you know Norris winning Burns from 2016-17, uh, around that era. Yeah. yeah. He looks good. And with like Sveshnikov and Pacioretty out, mm-hmm. like I think they're relying on him for a lot of offense, and he's delivering. Yeah. Do you know if they're due back next anytime this playoffs? I think Sveshnikov is done for the year. Okay. I can just check on that real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says here, I'm looking at CBS Sports, Pacioretty is supposed to be back by April 30th. Got it. So okay. that would be... Like Sunday? April right? 30th is Sunday, yeah. yeah. So if they don't win by then, it'll be like game six or seven. Mm-hmm. Um, Svechnikov. Oh, I forgot about Chivo Teravainen. He's mm-hmm. also out. And it says listed here is out until May 2nd. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that might be a... Tough one for them, but I mean they've looked good anyways. So, yeah, Sveshnikov it says out till September fifteenth, so starting next season. Gotcha. Yeah, he's yeah. Out. yeah. So, but uh, I mean, Pacioretty's no slouch. Mm-hmm. If Teravainen comes back, so I expect, you know, it's always a war of attrition. So, yeah. we'll see how Carolina balances their roster going forward. But mm-hmm. um, they're looking good so far. Yeah, definitely. Uh, moving on to the uh, Devils and Rangers. Um, let's just say this looks more like the series I expected. Uh, a lot more close, and something really interesting to note, other than the away team has won every single game, is every I believe every game has been um, the the losing team has not scored more than like one goal. I think yeah per per something game. like that. So yeah, wild. I mean, like getting absolutely clamped on defense 
or just absolutely blown out. There's no in between for both teams. Um, yeah. So yeah, this looks a lot more like the series I expected. Um, what, what are you? What's your general takeaway from this so far? So uh, the Devils switched their goalie. They went mm-hmm. from Vitek Vanacek to Schmid, mm-hmm. and they have changed their defense. The Rangers' offense in the past two games in Jersey mm-hmm. completely stifled. Right. They are, they just gum up the neutral zone. They can't get great shots on net. Mm-hmm. Once in a while, they'll break through, and it'll take like an incredible play from like Kane or uh, Tarasenko to get a shot on goal. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, what we saw in Game 1 and Game 2, the Devils have cut it out. Mm-hmm. So whether that was the goalie switch mm-hmm. and changing that chemistry in the locker room, whether the coach or the captain or someone said something, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But the past two games, the Devils have looked like a different team. Yeah. And um, they changed this into this super low-event hockey game, mm-hmm. which I wasn't expecting in the mm-hmm. preview. Honestly, um, I think they tried to run and gun against the Devils. Because against, sorry, the Devils tried to run and gun against the Rangers. Mm-hmm. Because that's what the hockey the Devils have played all year. Yeah. And for two games, it didn't work. So now they're doing the opposite, and it's working. Mm-hmm. So props to the coaching staff or whoever made that change. Yeah. But honestly, I had picked the Rangers at the start of this. I might have to switch to the Devils. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, at this point, I, I, when I made this prediction, I, I said originally Devils in seven, but easily this could be Rangers in seven too. The only thing I'm pretty sure that of the series is it's going to go to seven. Yeah. Um, who wins? I have no idea. Whoever wants it more, really. I mean, there's, yeah, this series is a lot, all of a sudden, uh, you know, it's a lot closer than, than we expected. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, I, it's going to be a fight to the finish. That is the point I'm trying to make. And, you know, we'll, we'll see how it, you know, pans out. But I, I think it's going to be, uh, I think these next three games are going to be very telling of, you know, who will actually go far in the playoffs. As we've seen, Kane has done, you know, pretty incredible. I think he's at five, maybe six uh, points so far. Yeah, something um, like that. Yeah. And it's just, yeah, I, I think one of these teams, whichever one, has a chance of going at least to the East uh, East Finals. So mm-hmm. we'll see how it goes. But, I mean, uh, yeah, I think it's really going to be a fight to the finish. Yeah, and this is another series I think is a coaching battle. Yeah. Like, uh, Gallant needs to respond now. Yes. The Devils have played their cards. Yes. So we need to see something from Gallant, change up the lines, mm-hmm. get some offense going, however he does it. Yeah, know? yeah. He's going to make something happen fast. Yeah. All right, uh, looking up here to the West, uh, Colorado-Seattle. Seattle making this a series, man. Wow, yeah. All I have to say is wow. I mean, it's tied two two. I, I I think when we made these predictions, I I said I'd be impressed if this even went to six. It's going to six, and the craziest part is they could very very possibly take a three two lead now with uh, McCarr being suspended uh, in oh, the game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they announced today he's got suspended one game for his late hit on McCann, which I think was honestly the right call. Yeah, I was gonna ask, what you were your thoughts on that hit? I I think it's the right call. I think it's the perfect amount of games. Uh, I. McCarr is not known to be a dirty player. He's known to be a very good kid, but I'm not really sure what went through his head during that. That was a blatant, blatant lay hit. I, yeah. It wasn't needed at all. Uh, so, hopefully McCann's okay, but yeah, we'll see. So in the uh, post-game interviews and things, it, so apparently what happened was McCarr didn't realize that the puck had gone out of play, and McCann did. I see. So McCann stopped playing, hmm. but McCarr didn't. So McCarr hit McCann when he wasn't expecting it. Hmm. And that's kind of what happened. Interesting. And okay. Honestly, if you look at it, the refs also did not realize mm-hmm. when the puck went out of play. So the whistle was late. So McCarr technically was playing to the whistle. Hmm. But um, it sh- the whistle should have been blown earlier. The other confusing okay. part about this was originally that hit was called a major penalty. Mm-hmm. The refs reviewed it 
and downgraded it to the minor. Mm-hmm. And they gave Dave Haxtall, coach of the Kraken, the explanation that, oh, uh, we also thought that the puck was in play, so it's not Makar's. Makar's not as much as fault. Yeah. And then, of course, Department of Player Safety disagreed and said, hey, one-game suspension. Yeah. Because you ultimately you shoved his head against the boards. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, I, I think the, the Department of Player Safety kind of needed to do this. Otherwise, mm-hmm. it's... It kind of just leaves it up in the air and be like, oh, well, you can just get away with it. It, it was a dirty hit. Whether yeah. he meant it or not, he probably didn't. Um, it was a dirty hit. And you just can't, like, you, you can't tolerate it. You yeah. just have to, like, discipline that. Um, um, so I think the Department of Player Safety was kind of backed into a corner. The other, the gripe I want to pick with this. Mm-hmm. The refs reviewed it. Mm-hmm. Said uh, it should be a minor with the reasoning, oh, we also thought that the puck was in play. Mm-hmm. What is the point of reviewing it? <laughs> yeah. If you're going to call the penalty based on what you thought happened. Yeah. You have a review. Yeah. You know the puck went out of play. We could, honestly, this podcast could be an hour and a half if we go off on this. There's just been so many infamous uh, infamous calls that have happened where it's like, why is this not a reviewable play? That's an okay, entire okay. point. That's a whole other thing. Yeah. Why is it not reviewable? Yeah. But, this one you had the benefit of review. Yeah, the whole reason they allowed they had this rule change is new either this season or last season where you can review a uh, major penalty and downgrade it to a minor. Mm-hmm. So the whole reason the refs call it a major mm-hmm. is so they can review it. Right. But then with the benefit of the review, you gave the explanation of, oh, I thought this happened. Yeah. Come I, on. Yeah, I think I that's think, just incompetence at this point. I right? think I I don't even think it's incompetence. I think they're scared. I think it's a little bit of a, like, oh, I don't want anyone to get mad at me type of deal. Okay, and, but you're a ref, man. Someone's going to get mad at you. Yes. You call a penalty, or yeah. you don't call a penalty. Yeah. One of the teams going to be mad at you. I'm just saying, I think that's what was going through their head in that very moment. I think they were just like, oh, well, you get, know. Get off the ice. It's a soft, it, yeah. What is this? Soft way out. For what are we sure. doing here? Yeah, soft way out, but, um, so, yeah. Do you remember hockey before they had the reviews? Um, yeah, I mean, for the most part. Yeah. At that point, you just sucked it up. Yeah. Ref missed something, he missed something. Yeah. If you're going to add the reviews, yeah. you're going to slow down the game. Mm-hmm. You're going to have the fucking five minutes of watching the ref on the little headphone, no action going on. Yeah. And you're still going to get a call wrong? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's just... You might as well get rid of review. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I also... My issue with that, too, is... I mean, this also just might be... We live in the day and age of social media now. When we first started watching, there's no... There's no Instagram or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um everyone complains about the refs nowadays yeah. everyone and it's like it seems like it's the pr- the problem is getting worse and worse sure there's like a lot on the line there's sports betting is legal whatever all this but like it's getting like out of control bad in my opinion mm-hmm. like to the point where it's affecting games and if you're an avalanche fan i would be pissed about the suspension yeah <laughs> i mean like I, yeah i don't know like it's just there the refs have too much power in yeah. my opinion oh yeah honestly yeah so, um yeah what is the point of review? Yeah. If you're not going to call it right. Like, even if you had given some other explanation of, oh, we thought it was contact with the head, but it wasn't, mm-hmm. or whatever, mm-hmm. then, okay. But the explanation of, oh, I thought this happened? Well, yeah. That's why you have the review. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it's just, I, I don't know. Hey, it's whatever. Like, there's been a lot of weird calls in all of these series, mm-hmm. but this one really irked me, because with the review, you called it wrong. Yeah. Like, Come yeah, on, man. I, I don't know. I, I genuinely do not know what to make of it anymore. But, yeah, you know, I'll just let it be. All right, we'll see where that one goes. Yeah. Uh, moving on to Dallas, Minnesota. Mm-hmm. 
Are these the two most complete teams in the playoffs? Um, in the playoffs, I'm not sure. In the West, it, it could be. But in my opinion, I think D- Dallas looks better. I think okay. Dallas looks dominant. And truthfully, I mean, this might be a hot take, but I, I think the only reason this series isn't 3-1 is because of that lucky bounce for Minnesota in game one, double mm-hmm. overtime. I mean, they had no business winning that game, and they got that extremely yeah. fortunate bounce. And, uh, yeah, it's 2-2 right now. I, I believe they're playing um, either either later tonight or – oh, they they have started. Mm-hmm. Um, and so game five has started. But I I don't know. I think Dallas, or Dallas is going to take this. Um, they've looked really good. Minnesota, sure, they've responded. Um, but I, I don't know if, if they got this. I, D- Dallas looks like they're going to clinch this in, in six, may, maybe mm-hmm. seven. So. Some good news for Dallas. Pavelski is skating again. That's good, yeah. yeah. He is uh, at practice in non-contact jersey. Mm-hmm. But uh, if it does go to seven, there's a potential to get Pavelski back. Wouldn't that be something? Like yeah. absolute vengeance tour. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, just get given what... Yeah, that's that's really unfortunate what happened to him. But yeah, glad to hear he's uh, coming back. What I wanted to know is, um, you said, uh, you know, are these the two most complete teams in the playoffs? Mm-hmm. Um, what... What made you feel that way about uh, Minnesota specifically? Because when I watch these games, Mm -hmm. like, this is what... If I had to tell someone, this is what a typical playoff hockey is like, Mm -hmm. I'd tell them to watch this series. Mm -hmm. Like, they play hard. Mm -hmm. They they check. They're scoring goals. Goal... It's a tight game. It's not like there's offensive blowouts game to game, you know? Um, It feels like... This is what I imagine playoff hockey to be like. Mm-hmm. And there's teams feel evenly matched on offense, on defense, yeah. on goaltending. Jake Ottinger's an incredible goalie. Yeah. But uh, Gustafson has been putting in some great performances. Yes, he has. So, honestly, that's what I'm seeing. Like, Got it. If I had to game plan against these teams, the only option I feel like I have is to ram my head against the wall and <laughs> just hope to beat them at their own game. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, so it's been, I think that series is a lot of fun to watch. I've been really enjoying seeing those games. Would you say that's a coaching battle too then? A lot of strategy involved? I think so. I think less so than the other ones just because of how these teams are built. Mm-hmm. They're built to play in a similar way, mm-hmm. I feel like, with the roster decisions they have. Yeah. Also, it's really funny that uh, Ryan Suter and John Klingberg basically switch teams. And are not yeah. playing against each other. <laughs> I noticed that. Yeah, yeah. I noticed that. <laughs> that yeah, I'm, I'm glad someone else mentioned that. Yeah, so. <laughs> it's really... Yeah. But... I I feel like whoever wins this series, mm-hmm. I think can win round two and go to a West final. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's gonna be Dallas for sure. Yeah, and if it's not Dallas, then it's the team that beat them, which is Minnesota. Yeah, know? yeah, I yeah I can see that. All right, uh, moving on to the Pacific, mm-hmm. Vegas, Winnipeg, uh, Vegas looking dominant. This series is going. I, I know you said, uh, uh, you know, like you you expected the. Uh, you know, Dallas-Minnesota series to go, well, I guess Boston-Florida as well, to go yeah. exactly as you expected. This series is exactly how I expected it to go. Mm-hmm. Vegas, I mean, Winnipeg, sure, they got their one game. But, uh, yeah, they're toast. They're done. They, this is, this is going to be done in five. Um, and I don't really have much else to add. I, I saw this coming from a mile away. Yeah. Um, Vegas is winning this in five. Yeah, and honestly, with the injuries Winnipeg has suffered, I think a comeback will be really tough. It's done. Yeah. Josh Morrissey is out. Mark Shifley left game four. Mm-hmm. So that's your top D-man and your top center. Yeah. Um, Nikolai Ehlers is also out. Yeah. They're, yeah, it, it, they're done. They, it, was, it was a good... They have a lot of spirit. They have a lot of heart. Mm-hmm. But it's not enough against a team like Vegas. Do you think Hellebuck can put the team on his back? For the rest of the series? Yeah. No. No? No. He's, he's an... A phenomenal. Any team would love to have him as a goalie. 
mm-hmm. to beat Vegas three times in a row? No. All right. No. It's, yeah. I mean, sure, San Jose did it once, but I think a lot of it is Vegas blew that. They, they Vegas messed that up for themselves. Yeah, San Jose did it off the back of Martin Jones, which is like once in a blue moon. Yeah, and even then, uh, you know, Flurry let in kind of a pretty soft goal in double overtime in Game Six. I think it was. Oh, yeah, the series. hurdle goal. Yeah, the hurdle goal. I mean, yeah. I mean, dude, come on. That's I. I almost think Vegas blew that more than San Jose won it. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> truly, like they, there was multiple occasions where Vegas should have closed that out, and they didn't. I no. Yeah. I, Connor Hellbuck is very very talented. I don't think he's gonna get three put put up three games against uh, Vegas. Mm-hmm. No, I don't see it happening. What's impressed me the most about Vegas is that game after game they just seem to get better. Yep, and like um, specifically Jack Eichel. Mm-hmm. This is his first time in the playoffs. Yeah, which is hard to comprehend, but it is. Yeah, but he gets better every game. Yeah, Mark Stone getting more and more into the groove. Mm-hmm. Their top players, I feel like, are getting better and better. So it's just getting harder and harder to beat Vegas. Yeah, I think. Um, like I said, whoever wins Dallas-Minnesota is going up to the final. Mm-hmm. I think they might be facing the Golden Knights. Yeah, I would love to see a Dallas-Vegas rematch. I think they played uh, in 2020 in the in the bubble mm-hmm. um, for the West Finals. Um, yeah. I'd love to see that again, which is uh, funny because Peter DeBoer is now coaching Dallas instead of Vegas. Oh, uh, the DeBoer effect. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it gets you far, but uh, you know, maybe this is the year. We'll see. There's a lot of... This maybe this is the year uh, in this playoffs, which is why oh, yeah. I love it. So, mm-hmm. you know, we'll see how it goes. But yeah, all right. Last series, Edmonton, LA. Can I nickname this one the Special Teams Series? Mm-hmm. Yes, you can. This is all power play goals and penalty kills, back and forth, back and forth. Mm-hmm. Honestly, Edmonton should be up three one if they stop taking dumb penalties. Yeah, but at the same time, I think this has been one of the more entertaining. Yeah. Well, it depends what your definition of hockey entertainment is. Uh, you know, if you like absolute drama and just biblical collapses, then go watch Toronto and Tampa. Mm-hmm. But uh, if you want, like, again, this is one of those good, hard hockey series, in my opinion, along with the Dallas-Minnesota series. Um, super entertaining. I mean, like, I, I, I think I watched, you know, the uh, Edmonton Rogers Place outside watch party reaction, yeah, yeah. like, so many times on the Zach Hyman overtime goal. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is what playoff hockey is about. Is uh, Sure, there's a lot of special teams involved, but... Man, that's a bit entertaining to watch, even with the overtime thrillers and everything. Yeah, it's been really entertaining. I think we're looking at a new Pacific rivalry for the next three to four years. You think so? Oh, yeah. Like, LA is on the rise. Edmonton's not going anywhere soon. Mm -hmm. They're going to meet again in the playoffs. Yeah. This is reminding me... Watching the series reminds me of the series, like, the Sharks and Kings had in the 2010s. Yeah. Like, yeah, you can tell there's no these teams hate each other. Yeah, there's it's getting ticky tacky and penalties and all that. Yeah, and so far so good. The Kings have been better at being disciplined. Yes, so I think they found a way to get under Edmonton's skin. Mm-hmm. And plus, with like I said last episode, Philip Deneau just smothering Connor McDavid. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, LA has a chance to beat them. Yeah, and it's two two. Yeah, this is. Brutal. Yeah, I, brutal. <laughs> I I do think. Um, yeah, you said yes. The Kings are, are are very like disciplined, but I also think, sure, Connor McDavid's been been around in the series, but not as dominant of a force as I expected. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I I thought he. But well, like you see him carry the puck into the zone, and then there's three Kings on him. Of course, yeah. Yeah. yeah, like yeah, you. The the defense of the Kings has been like stellar. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie about that, but. I don't know. McDavid's always had this magic about him. Like, he's just been pulling off the impossible. Mm-hmm. I think he's uh, been doing a, a great job, unless 
that maybe that's the Edmonton strategy. Maybe they know that, you know, Leon is going to be open and yeah. everyone's going to be going for McDavid. So, hey, send it to Leon. He'll take care of it. And I don't even remember how many points that man's put up so far. But yeah, I think he's leading the playoff score. I wouldn't he? be surprised. Yeah, yeah, something ridiculous. He's oh, no, second. Mi- yeah, second. Mitch Marner passed him. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think he's leading. Is he leading on goal? He is tied for the lead in goals with Mika mm-hmm. Rantanen and Chris Kreider. Yeah. Five I mean, goals, four points, not uh sorry. Five goals, four assists, nine points for Leon Dreisaitl. Yeah, it's still crazy. And it's what, game game five hasn't even started yet? Yeah. Yeah. Unreal. <laughs> Unreal. And, you know, who knows? If they make it through this, maybe next series it's McDavid. Yeah. That's the beauty of Edmonton. Yeah, just the the absolute double Titan uh, effect. Um, you know, one one steps back, the other one takes a, takes a spotlight, so... Yeah. I don't even know how you're supposed to defend that, honestly. <laughs> Good luck, other teams. <laughs> so, all right, uh, those are all the series. Yeah, um, you, as you can tell, we're all excited about all of them. Yeah, lots of storylines to follow. Mm-hmm. Uh, just real quick, going over some things off the ice. Um, this was a story that all Sharks fans' ears perked up at. Mm-hmm. Doug Wilson, yeah, the longtime general manager of the Sharks, who stepped down uh, end of last season, mm-hmm. says uh, he wants back into the NHL. Mm-hmm. And this is from Elliot Friedman and was then picked up by uh, San Jose Reporters. Um, we were looking at the article from Shang Pen. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Doug Wilson. Yeah. Um, one good thing is that uh, the reason he stepped down, he said, was for his health. Yeah. So if he's looking like he wants to come back, then maybe he's feeling better. Yeah. So that is good to hear. Yes. Uh, but some thoughts on him coming back. Do you want him in San Jose? Not as general manager, mm-hmm. maybe some other role, but in San Jose. Uh, truthful answer, no, because, uh, don't get me wrong. He's done everything he can, um, excluding maybe the final three to four years of his tenure. Mm -hmm. He did everything he could to make the team ask him. I mean, they were making the playoffs, what, every, almost every season. They missed one, they, they came right back, went far in the playoffs. I mean, you can't, you can't put the Sharks' lack of playoff success on Doug Wilson. He did what he could, but... The Sharks have a history of doing the same shit over and over and over and expecting a different result. How many times have they brought back an assistant coach or mm-hmm. or, or someone? I mean, Mike Greer used to play for the team. He's never been a general manager ever. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they it, it, the Sharks stay in this territory of familiarity, yeah. and it's doomed them for how long? I don't think bringing Doug Wilson is going to solve their, any of their problems. Yeah, truthfully. I, I, I agree. Mm-hmm. I think it's time for new blood in San Jose. Yeah. Um. I like the fact that they kind of cleared house as much as they could. Yeah. You know, with Burns going out, um, Thornton, Pavelski was a while ago. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't expect Vlasic or Couture to get new contracts mm-hmm. when their contracts are up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Meyer's gone. So yeah. maybe Hurdle sticks around. But yeah. yeah, I think it's time for some new thought process. Yeah. Um, I'm okay with Mike Greer. Like you said, he hasn't been a GM before. Yeah. But honestly, I like. I feel like the NHL is like the same, what, 30 GMs rotate? Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, the 32 teams. So the same, like, 35 GMs yeah. rotate in and out? Yeah. Having Mike Greer in, I think, is nice. Yes. Some fresh blood. Yeah. Um, he is new, but we'll see. I think Jury's still out on his job. Yeah. But, yeah, I think um, not in San Jose for Doug Wilson. Yeah, I and I, I do think, you know, if he decides to come back, um, you know, again, glad he's doing better health-wise, but... I think some other team should really be taking a chance on him. There's, I mean, there's already this offseason, what, there's been, so we got Calgary, 
Philadelphia and Pittsburgh, who uh, are in need of a GM. Pittsburgh, completely clean house. They, they're in need of everybody. Yeah. I, I could very easily see Doug Wilson going to, going to Pittsburgh. I don't know how long mm-hmm. he would stay. I, I don't remember how, you know, his health. I don't know his health conditions. I don't know what his age is yeah. um, or interest level. But, I mean, I think he could do some some really good things for uh, Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. I just don't think it's going to work with San Jose again because of the history of they have of doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result yeah honestly i think doug wilson was at his best when he was uh gming an underdog Mm -hmm. if i remember his best moves were the years that san jose wasn't really considered Mm -hmm. a threat yeah but he had to make something happen with his team yeah and he got them into the playoffs they never went all the way, yeah. but I don't think you can fault Doug Wilson for that. Yeah. And then the moves that everyone says kind of ruined his time, like the ending, mm-hmm. was when San Jose was a serious contender. Yeah. And he tried to keep that going or supplement it, and he gave out two large contracts with yeah. too many terms to two old players. Yeah. And so I think Doug Wilson is at his best at a team that needs a little bit of tweaking as kind of an underdog. Yeah. So I would rather see him somewhere like Calgary. Mm-hmm. Not saying Calgary are underdogs. They should be better than they are. Yeah. But... With Pittsburgh, when you have Malkin and Crosby there, I think that needs more of a gentle hand than what Doug Wilson is. Got it. Okay. So i like to see him in Calgary. Mm-hmm. That'd be fun. Um, the other team that needs a GM is Philly, but it seems like Daniel Briere, who was named the interim, is probably going to keep that job. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. There's also a chance that he joins as something like president of hockey ops mm-hmm. or director of scouting, something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Sharks scouting generally has been kind of praised mm-hmm. until recently. Mm-hmm. So maybe something like that as well. Right. And and kind of going back to what you said um, about, you know, needing fresh blood, I, I think the reason some Sharks fans have, you know, still some sort of resentment towards Doug Wilson is, um, you know, all these long contracts that have been handed out. And we're unable, like literally unable to move on from the past mm-hmm. and look to a brighter future because of all these no movement clauses on eight year you know, just expensive contracts that nobody's going to try to take on. I mean, even with um, the Meyer and Burns contract, you can't. They were both traded and were retaining some salary on yeah. both of them. And it's just so that has, like, unfortunately ruined the image of Doug Wilson for a lot of the Sharks fans. But, you know, give respect where it's due. Like, he's yeah. done a fantastic job, and I think he can easily turn around a team, um, you know, if if they let him have the control, you know. Yeah. Just let him, let him, let him work his magic. He's done great things for the Sharks, and playoff success or lack thereof mm-hmm. has not been Doug Wilson's fault by any means. Yeah, even the ending there, it was very clear that his strategy was go all in starting from 2016. Yeah. And until the window closes, just go all in. Yeah. Unfortunately, uh, the best they got was a Western Conference appearance in 19. Yeah. And that's just hockey, baby. Yeah, yeah, that just happens sometimes. Yeah. You gotta have the timing right. And, you know, while while we're here coping and projecting with it, but, you know, um, yeah. we're uh, maybe maybe there's hope in the future. We'll see. Let's yeah. see how this playoffs goes. Maybe maybe there's something to learn from it. Yep, yep. Um, I think that's all for uh, this episode. You got anything else? No, I think that's it. All right. So we're looking out um, to next couple of series here. Um, by the time we come back with our next episode, we'll probably be talking about the second round. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, keep it tuned here. And this has been Glass Seats. And we'll in the words of Charles Barkley, stop watching the NBA playoffs and watch <laughs> some hockey, baby. <laughs> all right. See you guys. All right, peace.